in my triumph of my trust. church say amen. amen. The book of Jeremiah chapter 3. Jeremiah chapter 3 beginning with verse 14. Verse 14, these are the words 
these other words that you will find there. Turn, O backsliding children, said the Lord. For I am married, un married unto you. And I will take you, one of a city, two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. And I will give you pastors according to mine own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. And that's just for a few minutes. As we continue moving toward the rebuilding of walls, I just think it's important that we go through and have a clear understanding of what happened to the last wall make a whole lot of sense to build something and not know what happened to the last one. You're in danger of losing that one. I want to talk for a few minutes about pastors according to God's heart. Pastors according to God's heart. We continue our series and we continue going this way <clears throat> in this text. God is calling on Israel to come back to him. Chapter 3, chapter 3 starts with God comparing Israel to a wife. Not just a wife, but he is comparing his people Israel to a wife who has cheated on her husband. And not just a wife who has cheated on her husband, but if you read it, he says that his people are acting like a wife that has cheated on her husband with every man that has come her way. That's what he's saying about his people. That's what he's saying about his chosen people. But in spite of that, in spite of his message, in spite of where they were with him and the fellowship that had been broken, the, fel the, the message that he sends to them is this, I still love you. Are y'all hearing this? That had to be God, didn't it? He says, I still love you, and not only do I still love you, get this, I'm willing to take you back. Not only am I willing to take you back, he says right there in the word, I want you back. You have cheated on me. You, 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 you've been with every idol in town. But now I want you back. Listen to him speaking through his prophet Jeremiah, chapter 3 and verse 12. He's, uh, Jeremiah is saying, this is, this is what the Lord is saying Re return thou backsliding Israel. Return, saith the Lord, and I will cause mine anger to fall upon you. 
Get this now. For I am mercy. I, I, I am merciful now. Let, let me get this right. Return thou backsliding Israel to the Lord, saith the Lord, and I will not cause my anger to fall on you. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. I'm watching. I, but but I, I, I am not going to cause my anger to fall on you. Why? Because I am merciful. Somebody say thank you. For I am merciful. If you don't say amen no other time, you ought to thank him for his mercy. He says, I am mercy and, get this, I will not keep anger forever. We, we all, we can learn lessons from that, can't we? Yeah, yeah, you messed over me, you did all, but I will not be mad forever. Verse 13, the only thing I want out of this, the only thing that I want you to do, the only thing I want, 13, only acknowledge thine iniquity. Are y'all hearing me? All I want you to do, I, I want you back. All I want you to do is acknowledge that you have transgressed against the Lord thy God. In other words, he says, all I want, I want you back. All I want you to do is just admit that you were wrong. Anybody who knows anything about anything knows that admitting that you are wrong is the first step in getting right. You will never get right until you come to a point where you're willing to admit that you are wrong. He says, all I want, all I want is an acknowledgement. All I want you to do is admit that you were wrong and that you have not obeyed my voice. In verse 14. He says, turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married to you, and I will take you. I'll take you. I, because I'm married to you, I've committed myself to you. He says, I'll take one of a city and two of a family. I, 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 whoever, whoever will come. I, I'm not looking for a mass, but if I can just get one or two of y'all, Y'all can hear me. If I can just get one out of a family here, one out of a city over here, if I can just get you, I will bring you, look at the word, I will bring you to Zion. In other words, it says, I, I, I will bring you out of bondage and back to the place of worship. Let me say it another way. He, yeah, he says, I, yeah, yeah, if I can just get one or two of y'all, I'll I, I carry you back to church. Oh, y'all hear me? I, whenever you see Zion, that's where we are. He says, you, just, just one or two of you. One or two of y'all will just come on. I will carry you back to church. And here's where I want to get to. For right here is where we clearly get a chance to see the heart of God. And that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about God's heart. He says, uh, I, 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 I want you to come back to me, I'm going to carry you to the place of worship. Well, here we see clearly the heart of God concerning you and I. What, how does God feel about us? Here is a heart that in spite of our rebellion, a heart that in spite of the fact that we have rejected him, a heart that in spite of the fact 
that we have been unfaithful in him, here is a heart that says, I want you back. And, and if you will just acknowledge your wrong and turn back to me, I, I want you back. He says this time, he says, I want you back. And, and when, when you get back, he says, I, I'm, going to, I, I'm going to do something for you. I, I, I've got some support for you. I, I know your real nature. I, I, I've seen you out there. I, I, I've seen you running all over town. He says, I, I know your real nature. You are like sheep. Because I know your nature is like sheep, I know you have a sheep-like nature. I know that if you're left unattended, you'll go astray. He says, so I want you back. But here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do for you to, to aid you in your walk with me and to assure that you continue to walk in the path of righteousness. I, I know what I've been watching this whole thing all the time. And the problem has been uh, your leadership is messed up. You remember last week? You remember last week we talked about the, the priests, they were going astray. All the leaders were going astray. Even the pastors are going crazy. See? The leadership is all, if the leadership is crazy, then y'all are just doing what the leadership is doing. Y'all understanding this? Yeah, if the leadership ain't, if the leadership ain't got good sense, guess what? <laughs> That's why you need to get under the right leadership. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he says, I, I, what I'm going to do, I've watched this. I've watched the leadership messing up. I've watched pastors worshiping idols. I've watched all of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the order of this thing. We've been having this thing of, 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 of having a priestly line. That means that if your daddy was a preacher, then you're going to be a pastor. If, you're, if, you're, if your granddaddy, if you're in the line, then you're going to be one automatically. He said, but I'm, I'm going to, I, I, I got I to stop that. I'm getting too much trouble coming out of that. Are y'all hearing me? He says, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you pastors. I, I, I'm going to handpick. And I, 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 matter of fact, I know them before they were even born. And I, I, I'll shape them before they get out of the womb. I'm going to, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of this, you a preacher because your daddy was a preacher. Enough of that. God, now he says, what I'll do, I'll, I'll go to a household where ain't nobody ever been to church. Y'all ain't hearing me, huh? I'll go to a household where they don't even claim to know who I am, and I'll pick a child. And before that child gets here, I will put my word in his mouth. Are y'all hearing me? I will give you pastors. I will give you shepherds. I will give... And, 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 and he, this time, what I'm going to do, see, they, they've been sort of doing their own thing and just sort of making the rules as they go. But I'm going to give you pastors after my heart. I'm going to give you pastors after my heart that will feed you with knowledge and with understanding. Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I'm going to give you pastors. With my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. The passage seems to point out two problems here. Seems to point out two problems. And the first part of the problem that it seems to point out is there's a problem with who's doing the feeding. Mm -hmm. 
says, I got to give you, I got to give you pastors according to my death. So there's a problem, first of all, with who's doing the feeding. But then the second problem is what are they feeding you? Y'all hear me? Those pastors are full-time. They, they've sort of gone with idols and all of that. So you need to know who it is who, who's doing the feeding. And then make sure that the diet is right. Yeah, yeah you've got to be fed with knowledge and understanding. Seems that the implication here is, is that, that part of your string is due to the lack of leadership. And, and second, your lack of knowledge and understanding of who I really am. So my solution is to make sure that you have up close someone whom I have handpicked and equipped to feed you with the right diet. To feed you with knowledge and feed you with understanding. I'll call pastors to do that. I'll call pastors to do that. So what is that? Just exactly what is that, Jeremiah? What is a pastor according to God's own heart? What does that mean exactly? Let's examine the statement closely. I will give you pastors according to my own heart. And let me just go ahead and say right now that no pastor has anything to boast about. I'll say, if it was left up to you, you'd cuss just like everybody else. <laughs> left up to you, you'd jump on somebody just like anybody else. And, and sometimes it has crossed your mind. But your heart, that ain't, you didn't do that. God did that. He says, I, I will give you pastors, and God has to work with folk to give them that kind of a heart. You understand me? <laughs> oh, my brother, there are many times I'm sitting around talking with people in study, and they'll come in, and they are, they're embarrassed to tell that story. They're embarrassed to tell me what was what's really going on, and I'll stop them. I'll say, wait a minute. Let me share something with you. God, in preparing me for this, has let me put myself through enough hell and through so many dark places and so through so much crazy stuff and brought me out until ain't nothing inside of me that looks like condemnation. Are y'all here? God had to get me ready for that. There's no way I can sit up here and judge you. Are y'all hearing me? God has gotten me ready to hear. Where, where you, are y'all hearing this? So God makes a distinction. He says, I will give you pastors after my own heart, my heart. So if God makes a distinction then, then that leads me to believe. And the, the conclusion is that if he says, I will give you pastors according to my heart, then that says to me that there must be some pastors. There must be some that ain't according to my heart for him to bring it up and say, I, I got, I, I'm going to give you pastors according to my heart. Then that must say that there must be some 
that are not according to his own heart. Remember last week, that was part of God's complaint. Israel was going crazy. The priests were not saying anything. Pastors were part of the problem. Prophesying the idols and the idol God Baal, all that was going on. He says, I, I've seen what happened to you when leadership is weak. I've seen what happens to the sheep when, 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 when the shepherd is corrupt. The sheep are always divided and the sheep are scattered. But now God is calling his people back to him. And, and for those who will return, and he knows that there will not be a mass return. He says, if, one, if I can get two or three over here, two or three, and that word he uses is a remnant. I know, I, I, I know folk ain't going to come to me in a mass, but if I can just get a remnant, two or three, if I can just get a few to come my way, if I, if I can just get one from a city over here, two from a family over there, he says, I'll take them to church. Yeah, don't, don't, don't have to have a crowd. And somebody ought to say, man, God doesn't have to have a crowd. I wonder if I got a witness in here. God will move in a room with five folk in it. As a matter of fact, he said, if two or three will come together in my name, I'll be one. Are y'all hearing me? He doesn't have to have a crowd. All he needs is just a remnant of repentant and willing folk. And if I get the remnant to Zion, if I can just get them, if I can just get the remnant to Zion, if if you'll just come one or two here, one or two here, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I take it as Zion, and then I'll make some pastoral reassignments. You've been following folk. You've been following folk who just sort of put themselves in the place. And he said, "But I, I personally, I, I'll make some pastoral assignments." And brothers and sisters, that that's that that's. I, I want us to concentrate on God makes pastoral assignments. See, see. You're not a pastor because you went to school. You, you can't learn that in school. Now, you go there and you can sharpen your tools. You can make yourself better. But I, I, that's the whole thing. See, you, you, you don't go to school to get tools. You go there to sharpen tools. If you don't have any, you probably ain't going to have any when you leave. I'm talking about pastors now. God. God calls and it is God that appoints pastors. He says, uh, I, I, I'm going to redo the thing and I'm going to give you pastors according to my own heart. Are you hearing? God is going to do this. I'm not going to leave my folk to have to check through a bunch of resumes of folk who want to apply to be the pastor. Are y'all hearing me? He says, I will give you, if you pray, <laughs> got to pray now, I will give you, Pastor, I won't leave it up to the sheep to vote and hire their own shepherd. I'll give you pastors. I'll give you a shepherd. I'll send you one. I'll give you one. I have one that I knew before the beginning of time. I'll send you one that I ordained before they were born. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you one uh, who ain't scared. One who will say what I won't say when I want it said. That's the one I'll send. 
pastor after God's heart. Pastor after God's heart is a person who has compassion for God's sheep. Has compassion for God's sheep. Matthew 9, 36 says that that's when they fed the, he fed the 5,000. It says that Jesus saw all those folk hungry and without food. And the word says that he was moved with compassion. I'll show you the difference now. He, he was moved with compassion. The disciples told him, send them home. Yeah. <laughs> so send these folks home. We, we can't feed these folks. The said, send them home. Somebody else said, we ain't got enough money to feed all these folks. But Jesus had compassion. He had compassion. I'm talking about a shepherd here. He had compassion because he saw that they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep that didn't have a shepherd. You see, my brothers and sisters, the shepherd understands the nature of the sheep. Shepherd understands that sheep can't find their own way. You got to have a heart of a shepherd to do that. And I got to keep reiterating, yeah, yeah, you didn't study that. God has to fix your heart like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. A shepherd knows that a sheep will go into an area and begin eating and eat and eat the grass and eat the grass and stay right there and eat and begin to maw down in the ground and trump down all the rest of the grass, just ruin, totally ruin all of the ground. While he's trying to eat. And a shepherd realizes that they're going to destroy their own eating ground. So what a shepherd does, the shepherd leads them from one green pasture to another. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, he leads them out of that one. He said, no, you eat no. Let's go over to a new. That's what a shepherd does. A shepherd realizes that out of fear, a sheep will die of thirst before they drink from from a moving stream. Sheep are scary. Water running scares them. They, yeah, matter of fact, it makes so much noise, they don't want to be where they can't hear. And if the thing is, the water is running, so the shepherd realizes that the shepherd uh, will find still water. Are y'all hearing me? That's, that's why David said he leads me beside still. Are y'all hearing me? And if he can't find any water to still, he'll bank the stream up. So that the water, are y'all hearing me? I'm talking about, I'm talking about a shepherd here. Shepherd knows, shepherd knows that a sheep is defenseless and can't protect themselves. They can't do what they can. They cannot protect themselves. So uh, the shepherd carries a rod. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, and, and, and what he does with the rod is when the wolves come. And they will come. But the shepherd always has a rod to drive the wolves away. He always has a rod to drive wild animals. But then on the other end of the rod, are y'all hearing me? He realizes that the sheep will get off the path sometimes. Sometimes they start getting away and he'll turn the rod around with the staff. He'll reach down and grab him and pull him back. Are y'all hearing me? Thy rod and thy staff. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. A true pastor, after God's heart, cares for all of his sheep. 
He's never satisfied just because the 99 are still here. Are y'all hearing this? You remember the shepherd that had 100 sheep and one of them got lost? And he, 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 he cared enough to leave the 99 and, and, and go find the one. And please read that closely. The one that had wandered off. Make sure you got that. Not the one that got mad or got an attitude and ran off. <laughs> but the one that just wandered away from, are y'all hearing me? Wandered away. He, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He cares for his sheep. John 10, 11. John 10, 11. Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Not a good shepherd. He says, I am it. I am the good shepherd. I am the good pastor. Let me show you what distinguishes that one. He says, the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd laid down his life. Lays down his life for his sheep. Now, that's the good shepherd. The good shepherd died for his sheep. But he didn't call me or anybody else to die for him. That ain't ever have to happen no more. He, he, he did it right the first time. So don't y'all be looking for, are y'all hearing me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't come to die for nobody. I come to tell you about somebody who did. <laughs> he, he didn't call me to die for the sheep. He called me to live for the sheep. Are y'all hearing me? And a good shepherd now, yeah, a hand-picked shepherd, he knows how to live for the sheep. Looks out for the good. Are y'all hearing me? He... <laughs> Pastors after his own heart, a pastor after his heart will sacrifice for sheep. Are y'all hearing me? Pastor after his heart will sacrifice for sheep. Watch over sheep and protect sheep. So, my brothers and sisters, the name. Pastor is not to be taken lightly. Name pastor is not to be taken for granted. That name comes with great responsibility. We have here in this church four cell pastors, but I'm looking at other gifts in this church. You, you, you have to understand that God knows what the church needs. And I, I, I got sense enough to know that there's no way in the world with my pastoral gifts I can pastor everybody. But God has added to the church pastoral, pastoral gifts. We've got four cell pastors. And they all say, I didn't just hand pick that. I prayed about this thing. And I, I said, God, I need to you show me folk who got your heart. That there are people in this church who, who, who lead and who, who have those same kinds of gifts. And the way, way that I know they got them gifts is because they think of other folk before they think of them. Says that word past is not to be. I don't know what it is, brothers and sisters. Seems somehow that we're living in a time when there is a shifting in the body of Christ. A whole lot of folk want the title. whole lot of folk and, 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 and many of them they got sense enough to know that maybe I'll not call myself that 
Y'all hear me? Many of them don't want to be called pastor no more. Don't want to be called shepherd no more. Many have re redefined the position. They call themselves like, themselves like the spiritual overseer. <laughs> Founder and CEO. Oh, y'all hear me? Trying to stay away from that. Yeah, they desire to be out front. They desire to be in the position. They desire to be in charge, but they don't want the responsibility of caring for sheep. My question, my question, and this is right here. How can you be a shepherd and you don't like sheep? How can you be a shepherd if you're scared of sheep? Are y'all hearing me? How can you be a shepherd? And you got to have guards around you to make sure the sheep don't touch you. Just talking about what I'm talking about. Just talking about what I'm talking about. One of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten, and I just appreciate it. I didn't, it took me a while to figure out what they were talking about. But somebody was introducing me one time and told the folk that I smell like sheep. I had to run that through me. I had to, <laughs> had to run that by me for a minute. But after I thought about it, I said, that's the greatest compliment you can have. A shepherd that smells like sheep. Deliver me from a shepherd. That ain't got no sheep smell on him nowhere. <laughs> John. Amen. John 10, 12. Tells us also what a shepherd or what a pastor is not. He, John says that he is not a hireling. <laughs> He's not somebody you can hire. You can't hire yourself a pastor. He's not a hired servant. See, my brothers and sisters, whether you realize or not, there are some things money can't buy. You know, you, you know some of money. Money can't buy friends. Buy your better class of enemies. <laughs> but it, it can't buy. Money can't buy friends. Money can't buy pastors. How do you pay somebody to love you? How, how do you pay somebody to care for your soul? How do you pay somebody to pray for you? Y'all hearing this? There's a difference. There's a big difference between someone who is hired and someone who God has called and commissioned. John 10, 12 also says that, uh, yeah, if danger comes, a hireling will outrun the sheep. <laughs> Are y'all hearing this? But, 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 but a true pastor is called and commissioned by God to do his job. And he will do it. And, and, and believe me, this is true. He will do it if he doesn't get a dime. Talking about a pastor now. He'll do it if he doesn't get a dime. God, 
has sent me here to this place. I love this place. I love it. I, I would stay here if y'all couldn't give me. I'd go to Walmart and work. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I, 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 I can go work anywhere. I still know how to work. I, I still know how. Are y'all hearing me? You can't pay me to do. Can't pay a pastor to do what a pastor does. I came here 28 years ago. <laughs> had a meeting with, with the deacons. Well, some of them, about five of them. But this is our contract. You do right by us and we'll do right by you. <laughs> that was the contract. That was it. You do right by us, we'll do right. And guess what? It has worked. Yes. Are y'all hearing me? It, it never came down to how much. Never came down to what can you get. Are you hearing me? You can't pay for that. All I needed to know and all and the thing, you, all you need to know is that this is where God wants you. All you need to know is that this is the people that God wants you to have and that you are the person that, that, that God wants them to have. You, you just got to be under, make sure that it's God that's in control. It's all a matter of a pastor's heart. God promised, he promised that I will give you pastors after my own heart. See, a pastor's heart can't be fabricated. You, 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 can't, you can't get it from a Bible school. You, you can't mail order it. It can't be conferred upon you. Not a pastor's heart. It, it comes only from God as a gift to the church. And every pastor, every pastor needs to understand that they are prepared by God and given as a given. You, you are prepared by God and then given to the church as a gift. Finally, what does the pastor, according to God's own heart, do? What does he do? It's right there in the text. He feeds you. He feeds you with knowledge and understanding. According to Ephesians 4 and 11, it says they are there, pastors are there, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Listen to God in the text calling his people back to him. God in this text is calling his people back to him. Come now from your wanderings and if you will come, I will give you pastors according to my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. God says, when I have gathered you back, when I've got you back to church, when I've got you back to Zion, no longer will I allow you to wander around choosing your own leaders. I will assign leaders. I will assign pastors uh, who have my heart. I will assign pastors. I will assign pastors who make who will make my word their words. Pastors who will make my rules their rules. Pastors who will con conform uh, the, to my example. I, I need pastors who will do what I say do. Yeah. I will give you pastors after God's own heart who will make it their business 
to feed the flock. And get it right now. Not feed themselves and fleece the flock. But to do all they can. To do all they can for the good of those that God has put in their charge. To feed you with knowledge and understanding. And most of the time when you read that, it's two ways to read that. Most of the time when you read it, it, it looks like it, it, you read it as what the shepherd is feeding them. He, he feeds them knowledge and understanding. But, 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 but it's more to it than that. It's not only that. It's also the way the, the shepherd feeds you. See, He feeds the sheep knowledge and understanding. But he also feeds them with knowledge and understanding. Are y'all hearing me? He feeds you knowledge and understanding. But he also feeds you with knowledge and understanding. One, yeah, your one deals with how he feeds them. Read Psalm 78, 72. It said that David fed, David fed the sheep with integrity of his heart and, and by the skillfulness of his hand. That's how he fed them. Are y'all hearing me? You've got some, my brother. See, you've you got a, a shepherd has to be careful and a pastor has to be mindful of how he feeds the sheep. You see, you've you got you to be able to stand and make sure you're feeding all the sheep. See, when you go to feed, yeah, yeah, with knowledge and understanding, you've got to be aware of the folk that there's some, there's some folk in there who've been to college and who've been degreed down. But then grandma ain't ever been to school. You hear me? You got to know how to feed you. Yeah, wisdom and knowledge will tell you how to get the message. Are y'all hearing me? You, you got to feed them with wisdom and knowledge. Then the other one deals with what you feed them. What do you feed? How do you feed them? You feed them with wisdom and knowledge. What do you feed them? You feed them wisdom and knowledge. The people are fed. Wisdom and knowledge. Are y'all hearing? If they're fed wisdom and knowledge with knowledge and understanding, if they're fed knowledge and understanding with knowledge and understanding, they become wise. You feed them with knowledge and understanding. They continue to hear your words, and that's how you know whether or not you're doing it right or not, because all at once they become wise to salvation. Are y'all hearing me? Keep telling the truth long enough, somebody will come out and say, I yield, I yield. I can't hold out no longer. You got to feed them with knowledge and understanding. You got to feed them straight out of the word of God. Are y'all hearing me? When you feed, and that's the thing that we've got to get back to in the pulpit, we've got to learn how to feed folk out of the word of God. I thank God. I know we got all kinds of sins and all kinds of things, but when it comes to turning lives around, you got to go to the word of God. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. That's a good saying, but you got to give them the word of God. Blessed and highly favored, that's wonderful, but give them the word. Are y'all hearing me? They've got to have the word of God. You ain't spend all your time touching your neighbor. Sometime got to be spent in the word of God. You got to feed them. You got to 
feed them knowledge and understand. You got to feed them straight out of the word of God. Go into the word of God and feed them this. Though your sin be a scholar. Are y'all hearing me? Though your sin be a scholar, I'll make them like wool. Though they be red like crimson. I'll wash them white as snow. You got to go straight to the word of God. Give them knowledge and understanding. You got to tell them uh, that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. You got to get into the word of God. Give them knowledge and understanding and tell them that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. You got to stay here in the word of God. You got to tell them uh, that his son came uh, to this old earth. Got to tell them uh, that he took a cross on his shoulder. That's knowledge and understanding. Uh, give them knowledge and understanding and know that he loved you so much that he picked up your cross. Put it on his shoulder. He loved you so much that he allowed them to stretch him wide. Nail his hand and nail his feet. You got to stay in the word of God. Give them knowledge and understanding that he died. He died on an old cross. He laid in a borrowed tomb. But you got to tell them that the grave couldn't hold him down. But right early in the Sunday morning, yeah. are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Right early in the Sunday morning, uh, he got up uh, with all power uh, in his hand. But that ain't the end of the book. Uh, you got to go over to the end and tell them uh, that one of these old days, uh, he's coming back. Yeah. One of them I got a witness here. Yeah. He's coming back uh, to gather his own. I don't know about anybody else, uh, but I'm looking forward uh, to that day uh, because I have understanding. Uh, I have knowledge uh, that one of these old days, yeah, he's going to break the clouds. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And he's coming back. He's coming back to gather his own. Yes. Yes. But then you got to tell them this. If thou will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Pastor. Got you. You, you got you. I will give you pastors. I will give you pastors after my heart. His desire, his desire is that all of his sheep, and please hear this, it seems to be just a strange order, but I don't know where I would be today if it hadn't been for a pastor. See, pastors need pastors too. I don't know where I would be. I don't know where I would be if it had not been for a pastor after his heart who told me the old, old story of Jesus and his love. That's where we are today. He says, come back to me. Come, come back to me. And I, I will make sure. I'll carry you to church. I'll carry you to church. And I'll give you a pastor after my heart. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, 
that shall be saved. We'll give you an opportunity now to become a part of the family of God. Become a part of the community of the redeemed. If you're unsaved, come. If you're already saved and don't have a church covering, let me invite you to come. The door is open. The door is open. Thank <laughs> you.